Hey, it's Eric. Thanks for tuning into The Dispatch. If you love the show, tell a friend. We are at Outline Dispatch on Twitter, and you can find me at Eric Hinton. That's Eric with a K. If you have any feedback, you should email us at podcasts at theoutline.com. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the show. Workers transferring to war jobs from less strenuous work need... The Outline World Dispatch. Every Monday through Thursday, we bring you a story on the theme of power, culture, or the future, handpicked from theoutline.com. The future. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, it's been a big week, big week for this this story, big week for you. Yeah, it's pretty great. I've been working on this article since um, November. Oh, my so, goodness. Yeah, it's been a work in progress, and I'm really glad that it's finally out. Who am I talking to today? Who are you? What's your What's your deal? Well, my name's Sarah Palman, and I'm a freelance writer. Um, I focus a lot on culture, pop culture, and entertainment. So I prepared a, a brief game for you before we get started, and uh, the game looks a little something like this. I'm going to read you a quote, and you're going to tell me if you believe it was said by a Neopet, cute, colorful icon of the internet, or by Scientology founder Elron Hubbard. Oh my god. Okay. Quote number one. We believe that anything can be ancient. I feel like that's Neopets because they have a lot of old worlds. Absolutely correct. That was said by Zarsis the Dartail. A classic line, I, I think. I don't know. Quote number two. Who said this? Man is asleep. He is hypnotized. I'm going to go with Scientology because there are no men in Neopets. Ooh, absolutely good observation. L. Ron Hubbard did indeed say that, and there are no men in the Neopets world. We clearly have an expert on our hands. <laughs> and finally, quote number three. Before trying to take over the world, it is perfectly fair to give yourself an unfair advantage. I feel like by watching Going Clear, I feel like that's a Hubbard quote. Hubbard. Oh, oh, no, that's actually Dr. Frank Sloth. But, I, it, you know, it's a trick question because I did intend for you to get the fair game connection. For viewers who don't know, fair game is the, the doctrine of, of going after um, your enemies with revenge and, you know, aggression. That's really interesting because he's probably like an evil character, right? I, from what I understand, he is the evil character. Oh, so you battle him when you're really good at battling. Mm -hmm. You need all those cards, all of those ways to <laughs> Get all those go stats. in the battle room. I never was a battle room person. Oh, no. so. Let's take a moment to back up for a second, though. What are Neopets? Neopets are kind of the next generation of Tamagotchi, I feel like. They're online animals that you take care of, but in, you know, a more dynamic way than something like a Tamagotchi. They're very adorable, um, and you have to feed them to the point where if you don't, they'll be starving. Oh, no. They never die. So you can sign in right now, guys, and go and treat your Neopets from 2005 and make sure they're living again. What, what era was this? Was this early 2000s? Yeah, I was definitely um, there when Neopets kind of started. Um, I was an early Neopets fan mm. um, and then probably on a little bit longer than I should. And so that's why when I was reporting on this story, 
it was a weird feeling for me to have something so familiar, so something so positive in my life, and then finding out some dark secrets about it. What, what was that dark secret? I actually first found out about it from one of my friends because um, we were joking around talking about Neopets. And she mentioned, she was like, oh, did you know that um, it's actually like run by Scientologists? Excuse me? And she was, <laughs> she was like, no, yeah, um, not anymore, but they definitely were run by Scientologists. And that freaked me out. I was like, was I secretly being indoctrinated into Scientology? I mean, I'm originally from L.A. I moved to New York for college, and they had one of a small Scientology center where it was really for recruiting. They had young people, you know, bringing people in, and it was by, you know, the cheapest parking lot. Oh, yeah. And so in high school, we were all walking down there like, want to join Scientology? And I was like... No. So Scientology has always kind of been in the background of my life. So part of me was like, wow, are those the ones leading Neopets? What is this giant conspiracy? At what point is Neopets a Scientology website? Right. Was it created by Scientologists? No, that's the interesting thing. It was created by a married couple, um, Donna Williams and Adam Powell, who are in the Neopets world seen as pretty much celebrities. Mm. Um, During my research, I went a lot on Reddit. Um, I actually talked to them both on Reddit because that was the main way of communication with them. And when I did post anything, people viewed them as almost godlike figures. Mm, Yeah, the creators. The creators of Neopets. They were the ones making the Neopets. And Adam at the time was working two jobs. He was trying to find something out in this early days of the internet, trying to make something creative for children and teens. I, and then it exploded. And I think when you create something in that way, you just try to find someone who can support your business, who can be a CEO because they're creators. Mm. They're not professional CEOs. And it took a little bit of time to find out that um, Doug Doring was actually a Scientologist, the CEO. Oh, the CEO. The CEO they brought in. And then they found... You never want to accidentally hire a Scientology CEO. No, because they brought in other Scientologists. So it was this big thing to them. And there were like weird little tests that happened. Uh, The business model was different. Um, It kind of made the employees a little uncomfortable. It made everyone uncomfortable. But the good thing about um, Adam and Donna was that they pushed away Scientologists. Mm -hmm. They pushed away the aspect of Scientology being part of the games. So do you believe that uh, that the Scientologists had more than a structural influence? Were you able to find anything that would suggest that any of that influence actually made it into the content that were kids actually learning Scientology in any way from Neopets? I don't. I think it really just affected the business model, which I found more compelling in a way. Sure. Yeah, because I if 
I researched and saw this gay America Chase is actually trying to make you believe in Xenu or whatever, I would have been like, whoa, that's intense. My childhood is ruined. Everything is horrible. (laughs) Um, But no, really, I think they fought against that. Um, But a lot of the Scientologists who are on the other side, the executive side, um, wanted to add these elements. And I feel like that would be so corrupt. And I know that currently the ex-CEO, he currently works for a company that sells products, learning products to children, age of learning. Oh. So at this point, because I couldn't get in contact with him or anything, I'm not sure if Scientology is a part of that. I can't say either way, but I'm happy to know that Neopets wasn't necessarily that way. But I think it's important to know that people are out there making business decisions off of something that was quote unquote made 80 trillion years ago and the society used it and they fell apart because they didn't have the exact tools that modern Scientologists had. But Scientologists, I mean, we're told the only way to make your business work is to follow the Orgborg tech. What's the Orgborg tech? That is their business um, model. They call everything like technology. Oh, gotcha. So how how will this change your relationship, if at all, to Neopets? Do you, I mean, has this maybe reignited your love for Neopets? Uh, I know Chrissy Teigen tweeted today that she was interested in getting back into Neopets. That was crazy for me. I was like, did you read this article? And I'm like... Well, I think, (laughs) well, who else is talking about Neopets Mm -hmm. right now? Um, I'm excited that she read it. Probably John Legend crossing my fingers because that would be amazing. But to me, I feel like I'm not someone who would go on Neopets anymore. Um, I think also going on Neopets today and Adam agreed with me is it hasn't changed much. It's pretty stagnant. Sure. But at the same time, I don't want to speak poorly of Neopets because I know Rolling Stone actually in October wrote an article about how it really helped young girls learn how to code. I've heard a lot of people actually say that. They, they said the first website they ever made was through Neopets. Exactly. When they made shops, when they made different things, they made... They used a lot of HTML. They learned coding. They learned all of these things that they used later in life. And especially for women in the early 2000s, especially girls, I think it's just something important that happened and something great that happened when, you know, the Internet was still fresh. Games like this were fresh. We were still figuring out what kids wanted, kids were doing. And then they added aspects of being of having responsibilities for yourself. And I mean, a lot of games were for boys. And so Neopets, although a lot of boys went on Neopets, um, I think it was, yeah, exactly. (laughs) You were a fan. (laughs) Neopets is just fun, especially back then. Who doesn't want to take a small like plant dinosaur and and battle him against, you know, a tiny squash creature? You know, it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful metaphor for life. Yeah, and then you can paint them rainbow colors. You can make them babies. Well, that's pretty much impossible, but maybe you'll get a paintbrush in the wishing well, you know. And if people want to read more of your your stories, 
perhaps even ones not about digital pets, where, where can people find you online? Check out my Twitter, um, Sarah R. Bellman. Um, yeah, just follow me on Twitter and hopefully I'll have other Scientology-based articles or maybe not. I don't want to be followed, but I've, you know, interviewed people about Scientology before, so maybe I'm the new person. You're on a list. Uh, oh, God. I hope not. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming. Um, This was great. Yeah, thank you for having me. Thanks for listening to The Dispatch. We're produced by James T. Green, and I'm Eric Hinton. 